welcome to The Polygon Show. I'm Simone Barouche-Ford, and I'm joined today by Allegra Frank. Hi. Chelsea Starr. Hello. And Ashley O. Hello. Hello. We've got a very exciting show for you today. Probably not more exciting than the England versus Croatia game, which is happening right now. But that's fine. That's going to be over by the time uh, you listen to this. Boy, am I looking forward to the the winning game being played between Croatia and France, which is going to happen. We all know that. Okay, today we're also going to talk about Ashley playing Yakuza Kiwami, following on the heels of her playing Yakuza Zero uh, and eating all the ramen. I'm very excited to learn whether or not you're still eating all the ramen. That's my emotional stake in this. And we'll also be talking about Pokemon Go, which, uh, if you haven't heard, is good again. <laughs> and also Metal Gear Solid 3, which I think has always been good. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> but before we get into all that, uh, we'll have a brief message. This episode of The Polygon Show is brought to you by Republic, which makes it easy for anyone anywhere in the world to invest in promising startups. Republic curates diverse, mission-driven startups out to change the world. They believe that while talent is equally distributed, opportunity is not. Republic works to level the playing field for both founders and investors alike. And for the first time, you too can invest in their future with as little as $10. Become an angel investor today at republic.co and fund the next generation of diverse and mission-driven startups. That's republic, R-E-P-U-B-L-I-C dot C-O. Let's get into the show. All right, Ashley, you are playing Yakuza Kiwami, even as we watch a bunch of beautiful <laughs> long-legged men play the beautiful game of soccer. Jeez. It's a very beautiful game. <laughs> this is, what? Beautiful. Is they're, they're both very beautiful games, both soccer slash football and Yakuza Kiwami. So Kiwami is the remaster of the very first Yakuza game, right? Yes. Okay. It is. This has always been a point of confusion for me with the Yakuza series. I'm continually going back to the Wikipedia page and trying to wrap my head around which ones exist and which ones don't. So how, <laughs> how are you liking it? Um, I do like it. I'm pretty much almost done with it, though I have to say I kind of like Zero more. Oh, it seems like you've gone through it super fast, because I feel like you were playing Zero for weeks. And how long have you been playing Kiwami? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. So you you got, you're got done being Anthony Bourdain. No, 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 no. <laughs> don't get me. There was some weird technical hiccup that I wasn't sure it was supposed to happen or not with Zero and the game clear data, but that's besides the point. Um, the what? First, uh, yeah, wait. What? I, I don't know. It's like a confusing issue, and I don't know if I did something wrong or if the game actually makes you do it this way. It's weird. Um, I, so, you know, I finished the game. They're like, you have game clear data, which basically, you know, you can use for your new game plus. Um, so I started that, like immediately just to see what stuff you would retain and you know what you don't and then um it unlocked a this is still uh, zero by the way mm -hmm. it unlocked a premium adventure mode which is you can pursue all of the like side quests sub stories mini games and everything without having to follow the story mm -hmm. so you can literally just walk around and do everything else but the story which, which is what, is you what I wanted doing. <laughs> which is what I wanted this is what you were already um, doing <laughs> but then you know when i went to test that mode out 
it, um, you know, is like you can start without game clear data and start from scratch, which is like you start with, I think, like 60,000 yen in your pocket and mm -hmm. like all of your sub stories aren't done. Everything's from scratch. But I thought that I had mine. And when I was like, I selected, oh, I want to use this. It's like, well, we didn't find any. So do you want to start from scratch? And I was oh, like, wait. No. Oh, I was like, but I started so a new, but it was like, it doesn't make sense. Cause like for the, New Game Plus, that, you know, all of that stuff carried over. But, you know, that's specifically with the story. Anyway, um, it, it was a very confusing issue. I don't know if it's supposed to be like that, if like, huh. or if I should, I don't know, or if I overwrote something, but I think game clear data is different than your regular saved. This is why I didn't want to get into it. But if anyone has <laughs> answers or is experienced with this very confusing issue, please message me. But again, all of that was zero, right? Yeah, all of that was zero. Okay. Um, I think like my disappointment or with Kiwami is that it doesn't, you know, it doesn't have the managing businesses and making money and mm -hmm. all this stuff. Like there isn't something like that that gives you a nice steady form of huge cash flow. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but I think like I it's good and bad. I can see playing Zero before Kiwami, like just going by the chronological order of the series. Um, and there were some details that I didn't really pick up on or notice until um, I played Kiwami more, such as like, you know, in Kiwami or the first one, you know, Kiryu gets out of prison. He's been in there for 10 years mm -hmm. and he comes out. It's like 2004, like early 2000s. And everything's changed, you know. And I think the one thing right off the bat I noticed was like, I just like didn't really have that much money. And even as I go through and I'm almost done with the game, I still don't even think I have 2 million yen. But in my like old file by the time, or for zero, by the time I was done, like one of them had like 500 million yen. What? <laughs> you didn't need that money, um, right? And well, I just like having the money, you know? Yeah. I like seeing it fly around. Yeah, like I like hearing secure. it. And I can, you know, and then just go on a spending spree and eat whatever I want. Well, I can still sort of do that here, but I feel less excessive about it, which kind of sucks. But um, they mentioned at some point in the game, um, someone was talking to Kiryu and he was like, you know, it's not like it was in the 80s where like, you know, shops and everything were popping up everywhere and like the economy was really good and it was like really easy. Like everyone had money and it was so easy to get rich. It's not like that anymore. And I'm just like, damn, why'd you got to bring that like real history into this? Come on. Maybe it was like a throwback comment looked like. I mean, it was like kind of justifying, right? Like, yeah. and, and, and it's interesting that that happens because like I had played zero first but if you think about it like the fact that they retroactively i guess made zero so like they were like hey if it takes place in the 80s why not take into consideration like the economic history of japan and what it was like back then and so i understand i was bummed out but i was like that's a really <laughs> good attention to detail but i'm i still just want more money and, and it's just like you know what just then play zero again you idiot but um Again, I do not really care for the story that much. Mm -hmm. uh, the cutscenes are, again, I think this is just a franchise long mm -hmm. thing. It, they're very long. Mm -hmm. many, many, many. Um, but yeah, I, I think like you can still do some amount of like mini games. It's not always the same. You can't play as Majima in this one. And I don't think you can. A disappointment. I don't even think, I think he's only playable in Zero, if, if that's right. I think, I think so, so, yeah. yeah. 
Whoa, but thanks. he's in it though, right? Uh, yeah, he's in it. So this is the thing that fucked me up yeah. the most, besides the money thing. <laughs> Love to get that money. Um, is she that needs the money. Majima is not playable, but he instead pops up a lot randomly, <laughs> um, <laughs> and to, to fight you, you know, and like. So Classic. what what ends up happening? This is another thing that I thought was weird. So. I have the idea, and everyone else does, I'm sure, of like when you start the series, Majima is this like kind of un- semi unhinged Yakuza man who loves Kiryu and like always wants to fight and like play and pretty much, right? <laughs> and like with Zero, they did in fact give him a very tragic backstory because you know you're playing him, and then what happens at the end of Zero, I feel like comparing what happened to him then and then like moving on to Kiwami even if it is 10 years later I'm just like (laughs) either the writing was not satisfactory enough for me to bridge this immense gap or it was so bad (laughs) that like his fucking psyche shattered and he I think that's what they were implying but I was like I don't think that's believable yeah because he's my sweetheart but he's mm-hmm. not real he is sort of still a sweetheart but he's your favorite character therefore you're protective um, of him I'm very protective of him and in this one he um I didn't know this but like because Kiryu has been in prison for 10 years he has lost his ability to fight he, he can fight in like switch between three different fighting styles there's a fourth one called dragon style that he like essentially lost because you know you're locked up in prison and so the only way you can get these skills back um, you can't actually like Video level games. them yourself <laughs> like you have to just keep fighting Majima or training with this other master and that's the only way you can regain these skills back but the thing is with Majima is that there are multiple ways he pops up and it's very, very scary and but very wonderful. <laughs> there is one where like at a certain point, like if you're just wandering around, sometimes he'll just run into you and be like, hey, 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 you, you weren't gonna say hi to me. And then like eventually you'll get like an ability that's like a sensor. So you can no. sense when he's like around. And there's like this like scary noise that like pops up if he's too close to you. But then sometimes if you like go to an arcade, he'll like Turn, you'll like turn around and be like, hey, what you playing? You're playing this game? Why don't you play me? And you have to like play a game of cards with him. Holy oh shit, and I love this. And then he popped out of a trash can twice What for me. And then my favorite one was you have to, well, you don't have to, but there's this cabaret club and Kiryu goes and you have, you can only request this one hostess, which pissed me off because I had so many girls in Zero <laughs> and I got to stay with this one bitch and I'm not you into her. So many. I'm going to sidetrack for a minute. I hate her. <laughs> She sucks, and I cannot believe I cannot choose anyone else. And the whole game, you know, it's like the more you see her, you get her, like, her rank in affection goes up, right? But God, everything about her is just, And she's a woman you're visiting or a woman at a club you own? Oh, you don't own this club. You just go, you talk to her, and you play this little romance, like, dialogue mini game. And And you can't even choose? uh, Like... You can't choose the girl. You you can choose your dialogue options. Unbelievable. And the weird thing is, I think I notice with that especially is, um, I choose a lot of the answers I think that she wants to hear. But this mini game in particular brought to light, like the very stark cultural differences between, honestly, between Japan and America. Because there were some that I was like, oh, I'm definitely sure this is the right answer. Mm -hmm. And then they'll respond just like, no, no, absolutely not. Like, that is unacceptable. Mm. Like, there was um, one 
uh, question or not question, but they were talking and she was like, you know, I went to a host club where, you know, it's like this time it's dudes you talk to and whatever. She's like, you know, and some of them even wear makeup like that's so girly. Like, I don't like that. And then there was an option where Kiryu can say like, oh, well, you know, there are all different kinds of people. Like, it's okay. Like, Mm -hmm. if he wears makeup, some people do that. And then instead of like getting, you know, gaining whatever more in the meter, it went down and she got mad at me. She was like, no, that's not right. And I'm just like, fuck you, Rena. Wow, so you can choose not Rena. to be an asshole. Um, yeah. Anyway, but that's... Wow, but you can't choose so a different good. girl to romance. You can't. You you have to romance her, and I don't like it, and she doesn't really not like cool. you. I maxed out her affection rank last night. You know what? You know what I got for it? You know what the treat was? What'd you get? You get to A, and she's like... Finally, Kiryu-chan, it's time. And then there's like these sparkles and like a flash of white. And I'm like, what, did she give you your her virginity? Like what would happen? But it turns out it cut to this like real life, like soft core video. Holy I shit. I think it's supposed to be her. Like live action? Yeah, it's not like a video game character. It was like an actual woman who I think is supposed to be, you know, Rena. And she's like in a bikini and she's just like kind of rolling around. Ah. And then she has this blanket and she's like hiking up the blanket like, oh, oh, look at this. And then there's one, it's like so weird because even... there are these like cute poses and her face is just like bleached out. And you can only see like huge eyes, lipstick and teeth. You know, if she's like, they're zooming into her face and it's like, look how cute she is, look how cute she is. And then suddenly, extreme cleavage. But it, like, but it was very awkward because it wasn't very much cleavage. It was like, girl, that's, for cleavage, you need to push two things together. <laughs> you know, and but they kept like zooming into this and I was like, what am I looking at here? Um, and the great then, expense and then she like, And then randomly she just turned around and stuck her butt out and then she, and then she like poked her head out and was smiling at me and I felt so uncomfortable. I was like, I hope my roommate doesn't just walk in right now. I don't know what to say. It was weird. Oh, and then no. once the video ended, yeah. she was like, okay, well, that's only for really special people. And now that you have it. And then later the game was like, now like you've achieved maximum rank with Rita, you can still go back and see her for sexy mini games. <laughs> and Yay. I was like, on the one hand, I'm glad I don't have to see her again. But on the other hand, I want to see what the sexy mini games I are. I want you to see. That's my assignment for you for next week is find out the what the sexy, sexy mini, mini games Yeah, but they were like I, hinting at it. Like, who, would, who knows what it could be? I'm like, is it what? More Taking her clothes off? I want to understand. No, it won't be that. It, it won't be that forward. I want to understand if that video was supposed to be like, she gave you her sex tape. It or whether it was like supposed it. to be like... That was a scene that you were in as a character. Oh no! That she was rolling no, around. No, no, no. Let me put it this way: it's okay. like, it's like if she were a patch, if, if she was running a Patreon, and you got like the top tier, mm. and certain <laughs> only certain people get this like secret video. Mm. That's what it okay. was. Oh, so she's just giving you the video. Yeah, she's she, not- no, she just gave me the videotape to look at, and then she was like, "Oh, did you enjoy it?" I was like. I've seen better. <laughs> seen better. Wait, so does Kiryu and Rina have like, do they have a, an actual relationship or it's just like. That's the fucked up thing. It's like, dude, you are paying to go into this club just to talk to her, get drinks. Sometimes you can like meet her outside and take her shopping. <laughs> 
whatever. What? I just bought her a French perfume. I was like, I am not giving you a French wallet. Bitch. You're her sugar daddy, <laughs> but you can't choose whether to romance somebody who's not homophobic. It's terrible. <laughs> um, I'm sorry that I went on that. No, tangent. that was beautiful. It's I love it. Sidebar. I want yeah. to sidetrack back to Majima briefly yes, and say that exactly. the way you described him as somebody who loves Kiryu but also wants to fight all the time, he sounds yeah. like a kitten. Oh my god! So he's popping I guess up he, everywhere, he, and he pops out of things. He is. He's so creative. He'll, he'll like stage scenarios that he'll be like, "I'm throwing you a welcome home party," and you go to this like bikini bar, and there's no one in there, and he's like, <laughs> "Surprise!" And then there's another one where like he gets a call from like Majima's boss. He's like, "Oh my god, there's something wrong with him. I think he's really hurt. I think you really got to go see him." And he has all, all this like fucking zombie makeup on. He's zombie Majima. Oh my and god! And then it's oh like god. you gotta beat him up before he bites you. you. So you beat him up, and like a classic <laughs> zombie movie, like when you're done with it, at the end, Kiryu pushes him aside. He runs into a crowd of people, and he like runs in an alleyway, and then all these zombies pop out. <gasps> so like you have to keep fighting zombies at like every turn. And then at the end, he's just like, oh my god! He's like, oh, I just hired like a special effects person. I hired a makeup artist. You you know, like I, and then he was like, "How much money did you put into this?" He's like, "Oh, I put in a lot of money. This I just still really sounds, wanted to fight you." This still sounds fun, Ashley. I gotta say, <laughs> it is still fun. Sounds I, so unreal. I love him so much. He so, might be the best side character. The thing is, like, I've ever heard of. As far as I know, this is like an exclusive feature to Kiwami. It, like, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's called Majima Everywhere. It is. Yeah. Right. And so it's so interesting because Yakuza, like, this is a remaster of the 2000 whatever game on PS2 and that always struck me as like more like actiony not as like quirky and fun so it's cool that Yakuza 0 like super leaned into like this is very weird let's just make this very very weird and then even in the remaster they're like carrying that forward oh the remaster like i guess right off the bat Majima is supposed to be pretty crazy like that yeah. it's just weird for me personally being introduced to him as this like very reserved sleek debonair sexy yeah. man who also has a heart of gold and in this one he chopped his hair off wearing a snakeskin jacket running around town going ah! like literally wacky. every time you run into him he does this weird wacky laugh and then he's just like oh i love fighting you i'll see you later at one he's point lonely. i, th- I think i think he is because at one point he like literally takes a bullet for you someone tries to <gasps> kill you and then he's like no only i can fight you. I, <laughs> I I'm love in love him. with him. He's so Dragon Ball Z. Oh, he's okay. Very well, let's talk about Metal Gear Solid 3, which Allegra, you are still making your way through. Making and way have you downtown? Making your way downtown, fighting fast. Fighting real hiding, slow. Hiding fast. Hiding no, slow. Not hiding. Have <laughs> you decided once and for all whether it is better than Metal Gear Solid 2? I haven't. I'm okay. So I thought I was gonna finish it yesterday. Turns out, based off my play style, I got got a ways to go <laughs> because the way Allegra Frank plays this tactical espionage action game is by <laughs> doing cartwheels and <laughs> slamming my head into soldiers <laughs> to hurt them, <laughs> kicking dogs. 
dogs so that they won't bite What me. the hell? <laughs> and running into buildings and just shooting everyone. So less, you know, classic stealth action and, and more, more. It just sounds like Grand Bruce Theft Willis. Auto in Metal Gear Solid. So there was this mission I was playing yesterday and it took, a re- it felt like it was taking an hour and a half. I don't think it actually took that long. So basically, um, Naked Snake has to infiltrate this like <laughs> lab and he has to go <laughs> under disguise and he has to find this like major and he has to like knock out the major and steal the major's clothes so then he can be under disguise as the major and then blah blah blah, blah. so <laughs> you're supposed Typical. to just go in in your scientist lab coat uh no face paint just like Kind of walk in. Don't let anyone look at you because they might be like, oh, you look like a soldier because you're wearing a soldier headband. Um, and don't let any of the soldiers that are patrolling this lab um, notice you. And <laughs> the thing is, you're just supposed to walk in. Like, you're just supposed to act normal. But for me, I got really anxious. I was like, well, they all have guns. I don't know. I don't want them to shoot me. So I start crawling along the lab. <laughs> even though I'm supposed to be a scientist. <laughs> so all the scientists are like, what's wrong? <laughs> and then they're like, there's something wrong with this guy. Then all the soldiers start shooting at me. Oh, yeah. And when you're dressed like a scientist, all you can do is like punch people. So I punched all of these heavily armed men. Did they shoot at you? They shot at me. I punched every single one of them <laughs> into, not death. I knocked out all of them just by wow. punching them. It was awesome. And then How did I, you not die in that yeah. sequence? I don't know, man. You're going to be Allegra several punches, Frank. <laughs> several Jesus. punch man. Several punch, punch man. man. Oh, my God. Several punch woman. So then the thing is, so I would find the major. So he would always, like, once like there was this high alert, like, oh, there's a soldier in here. He would go hide in the bathroom, which I was like... Dude, you have a gun. I don't have a gun. Why are you hiding in the bathroom? You feel safe in the bathroom with a gun. Yes. I, I was just like, maybe he has like constipation and just, just hiding in the poop stall. So anyway, you break in <laughs> the to the stall and he's just hanging out there, like kind of sitting on the floor. So I like punched him and knocked him out and I'm supposed to steal his clothes. But I <laughs> I wasn't sure if I was supposed to like kill him and rip them off. I wasn't so sure if I was supposed to just like knock him out and take them off. So I tried knocking him out and then I accidentally <laughs> slit his throat. No! How do you oh accidentally slit his throat? Because I did CQC to try and like knock him out, but then I pressed the button too hard, so I just like slit. I guess oh. I accidentally unholstered my knife. So then it immediately it immediately did mission fail, so I would have to keep doing it over and over and over, breaking into this lab. Well, hoping did you no one wait? Did you crawl me. every time? Sometimes I would crawl. <laughs> Sometimes I forgot. Why sometimes did you I forgot? Left. Sometimes I walked in and I wasn't dressed like a scientist. God, Allegra. Sometimes I walked in and I had face paint on. How? So Were you me. drunk? No. Why did you keep forgetting these basic things? I don't know. I took me 20 tries. And then oh. there were times when I found the guy and I was like, okay, good. It's just me and the guy. I've punched everyone else's lights out so they won't be able to stop me. I just need to like drag him and then like take his clothes off. But then, instead of punching him, I accidentally equipped my gun and just kept shooting him in the head for Allegra. Over and over and over. And there was just so much blood in the bathroom. And I was like, well, he can't stop me from taking his clothes off. Well, now his clothes are ruined. So again, mission failed. Soiled it. <laughs> Literally. And I was playing with friend of the show, Thomas Beery, former intern. He was like, what are you doing? I've never seen this much blood. 
this is like an episode of Snapped on like Oxygen Channel. Do you remember yeah. those shows? <laughs> it's except, a recreation of me. Except it's you and you've just snapped a Jeez. snake. So after about, it felt like an hour. After about an hour, I finally remembered, oh yeah, don't crawl. Wear your scientist outfit. Don't get seen. Don't just punch everyone. <laughs> Just, you should have written yourself a damn checklist. Yeah. And then drag, you were supposed to drag the guy discreetly upstairs <laughs> so that no one saw you. What could go wrong? And then just like, he's out, and then you take his clothes off, and then you switch outfits. And then I was like, that was really easy, but it took me an hour to Yeah, it was just a walk in the park. Eventually, though, I was doing it like intentionally bad. Because um, there's camouflage, like a big part of this mm -hmm. is camouflage. Like you can wear a scientist outfit, you can dress as this guy Rykov, who, by the way, looks like Raiden, my son from Metal Gear Solid Two, which Your is cool. naked son. Uh, yeah, my naked son, <laughs> especially because I took his clothes off in this. Um, but so your camouflage, if you're a scientist, it would say like no paint on your face, scientist. But if you're, let's say, you're dressed as like uh, whatever leaves, it would mm -hmm. be. Leaves, leaves, as if you're using like leaves face paint, leaves bodysuit. So it would just say <laughs> leaves, leaves. And so I was like looking through to see which would be the most, um, the best disguise. And one of them is like you can wear all black. So literally, I had like tar face paint essentially. And so it kept saying black scientists. Oh, no. Oh! So I created this narrative where I was like, listen, my mom just really wanted me to be a scientist, but I'm a soldier and I'm the first black scientist. And I just want to do her proud. Wait. <laughs> but I keep shooting everybody by accident. You are living in a world of pure imagination. <laughs> like that Thomas was like, Allegra, can you please just play this properly? And I was like, no, black scientist has a mission. His mom wants him to be the first black scientist in Russia. Can I read to you, uh, now that we've talked about this beautiful thing, what you said in the show notes about this game. Yeah. I got to like, this is Allegra talking, quote unquote, I got to like the most dramatic cutscene. Oh yeah. And holy shit, this game is just a marvel. A gem. Art. Without getting too spoilery, I want to talk about how a single scene evokes so much horror with oh, yeah. showing one dang image. I forgot about so, that. So instead, that's an interesting interpretation of that. <laughs> this wasn't it at all. <laughs> it was a very good interpretation. Jeez. Oh, God. Okay, really yeah. quickly, I will say, after the hilarity of black scientists trying to take this man's clothes off, <laughs> his name literally was black scientist. It's like, this is so messed up. So after I took the guy's clothes off, there's this whole big cutscene with the main big bad. And it just reveals all of these crazy things. And you're like, oh my God, she was double crossing him. And she was double crossing me. And he's with him. And it is wild. And essentially what happens, there's an amazing cutscene. And when we think of cutscenes, it's like, oh, graphics, like beautiful, like action and cutscene or cuts and cinematography, whatever. And Majima this, is there. And Majima shows up. Thank God. Um, this cutscene, guys, was completely black screen. Nothing. There's just only sound. Horrifying sound. So just imagine like a scary movie where you hear someone like screaming occasionally mm -hmm. and like the sound of someone being beaten, the sound of someone being like shot at, the sound of someone being electrocuted, and you can't see any of it. It's just all sound. You can't do anything. It's your character because it's a cutscene. You cannot do anything. Wow. 
and then something happens very bad. Something, something bad happens to Snake, and it is the most horrifying thing because they threaten to do that thing, and then it cuts to this horrible torture scene, and uh, then you end up in uh, prison, and it's like, yep, they did a really bad number on my boy, and it was horribly frightening, which really put a damper on the mood after my comic hijinks. <laughs> I was gonna That's say. That's what you get. Maybe the horrible thing was they took away your Nobel Peace Prize. Black scientist is suddenly robbed of his life purpose. <laughs> they threatened to revoke it, and they did. They did. Disgraced black scientist now has to go home Thanksgiving. What is he going to tell mom over green bean casserole? I don't fucking know. It's gone. Oh, so the other thing that was funny, so like scientist was the outfit I was wearing. So sometimes I was black scientist, but if I needed to use my gun or whatever, you can't use that in the scientist outfit. So I've just put on my black uniform that it would just say black, black, which was so stupid and bad. Black, black is a Japanese gum. Yeah. Oh, cool. Fun yeah. fact from so, me. <laughs> so I would just be like, sorry, mom, I gotta be black, black now. I gotta shoot all these men. Oh That's God. very bad. That's <laughs> terrible. It's really bad. I just kept punching people and rolling into them and shooting them. And Thomas was like, you know, this is a stealth game. You can beat this level without killing anyone. I was like, but I can also beat it with killing everyone. You can, I think, I feel like you were trying to be Indiana Jones here. <laughs> and I succeeded. Sort of. All right, we'll be right back to talk about Pokemon Go after this brief message. This episode of the Polygon Show is brought to you by Republic. Silicon Valley is an amazing place. It's fostered world-changing startups for decades, but it has its limitations. It's held back by its geography, philosophy, and a lack of diversity. Republic is out to change that. Republic gives everyone the opportunity to invest in promising startups with as little as $10 and gives founders a new way to raise money. Over 45% of funds raised last year went to female-founded companies, which is extremely cool. So you can get started today at republic.co. You can look at some of the campaigns that are running there right now, see if there are any that you're interested in. And for as little as $10, uh, you can invest in the next great generation of startups. That is, again, republic.co. Thank you, Republic. All right. Chelsea, you and Allegra. Yeah. Have both. I, okay, I think Allegra has been in po- in Pokemon Go this whole time. She's never she's She never, never left. Left. But I you, wasn't allowed to leave. <laughs> yes, you were on that beat. But Chelsea, you just started playing Pokemon Go again, and it's good now? Yeah, it's, it's so uh, I will start, and then Allegra can just, well, actually me to death. Um, um, yay, yay. that's my favorite thing. Uh, so no, I, based on Allegra and Mike McWhorter and Chris Grant all playing it in front of me and having fun, and I was like, oh, okay, this looks like fun now. And there looks like a lot more things going on, and you said, oh, we can trade Pokemon now, and I'm like, oh, Okay. Um, Pokemon Go feels like a very, like, closer to a full game than I think it has in a mm-hmm. long time. I fell off, like, in, you know, a few months after playing it in 2016. I think I opened it once when I was in Japan last year. Mm-hmm. But I had basically only had Gen 1 Pokemon caught, all that stuff. I have not opened it in a long time. And I was playing over the last couple of days and was 20 minutes, like, 
delayed coming into work this morning because I kept stopping to catch Pokemon and do things because I was like, oh, wait, that's a new one. That's a new one. And I was like really excited because one, when you come back for a lo- from a long time, there's so many new, there's a lot more new Pokemon that you've never caught before or like ones that used to be rare that are now easier to find. Mm-hmm. And also, but you can give each other gifts. You can be friends with people. You can see what your friends are wearing and which Pokemon <gasps> are their friends, which I really like doing. Outfits. outfits. I mean, the outfits are still... Uh, very, you know, Pokemon Go sleek future <laughs> jogging suit, <laughs> I guess. Uh, but uh, you can, there are raid battles, which I haven't done yet because I never did the gym battles either. I don't know. It doesn't seem like those are as fun, but I think a lot more, it's improved a lot more of the even single player aspects by making it, oh, your friends can like collaborate and give trade Pokemon with each other. Also, the new summer hat, Pikachus have new summer hats. What? what? Yes. What kind of hats? I saw a pe- You could just put hats on them? No, I'll show you, can you guys. Co- but it's like a like a big, you know, floppy summer hat, I guess. Yeah, right? I saw <clears throat> a Pikachu in a summer hat when the ferry was like, docking this morning. Like a like a like a straw hat? Like a floppy straw hat? Yeah. Here's what the Pikachu looks like. It has sunglasses too. Pikachu is indeed wearing a floppy straw sort of beach hat and sunglasses what? with a green ribbon. The hell is sticking? Is that his ear? Is there a hole for his right ear <laughs> you, only? Only the right ear. Why? Well, because it has the hat has to stay on somehow, right? So it's wait. So you thread it with one ear? I guess so. Why can't he have both of his ears? I'm not the Pikachu hat maker. I fucking and he's a he's a little he's a little green ass ribbon. I like. Oh. What are you trying to say? What are you trying to say? I'm sorry. The thing is, is that I really like the sunglasses on the Pokemon. I just feel like they are a tad too small. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I always see like the That's edge. That's the fashion now. But I just mm-hmm. see like the edge of their eye, you know, popping out. And I'm like, can you just retransform it? Just, just a little bit. <laughs> They're like little aviators, bit. like small aviators. And they should no, be but big. Enla- They're supposed yeah. to be big. I yeah. just want to enlarge. But they also oh, have, he has a very aviators. weird yeah. Did you wide see bridge no. of his nose, right? Because Pikachu's eyes aren't that close together. I, so small glasses are very fashionable right now. But no, but the not idea in of that small way. Aviators. Small Imagine the tiniest pair of aviators. These are I, these are the right size. They're oh. just not at the. They're not high enough on his head. Maybe he's just like wearing them down. Like out. he's he just rolled up to you and is like, hey. Yes. <laughs> wow. He is in the process <laughs> of doing a hey. Hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Pikachu is saying. Everyone could have seen how slick Chelsea was just now. <laughs> very small. Very just one <laughs> swift move. She just lowered her glasses. Hey. It's like she'd been I hope practicing. that that really changed something between us. Um. Wow. <laughs> Things on this side of the table remain professional. <laughs> um, but yeah, this morning. Uh, I was telling Allegra I caught a whole bunch of new Pokemon that I didn't have, including a Totodile. Mm, which I'm very jealous of because a, that's one of my favorite Pokemon. A, Kab- mm. a Kabuto. Um, I caught a very high-level Jigglypuff. I caught a Ditto for the first time that was hiding in a Ghastly. Oh. I know. It was like, like a very... Whoa. In a Ghastly? I caught a Ghastly and it was like, that was a Ditto. I love when uh, that happens. And oh. I was like, oh my God, this is so great. Could you... Yeah. I, wow. Does okay. it show it? Like, do they have the Ditto eyes? No, it was just mm-hmm. like I thought I was catching a ghastly oh. on my walk to. Oh. That's so cool. And yeah. it was nope, it was a ditto, and it just like transformed. And it was like you got a ditto, and I'm like, oh, that's my first ditto. Yes, oh, that's cool. Nice. So, um, and I caught a, uh, Whimsmer, Whimsmer, 
Wismer. 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 I'm sorry. I don't know Gen 3 super good. Super good. Super good. Uh, so I did, uh, I, yeah, I caught uh, a bunch of Pokemon. Oh, a really high level Eevee too. Nice. So yeah, oh. like very it was like very productive, good just as my like one commute, the things I listed. Mm-hmm. And then wow. I ca- caught a few more last night. But yeah. And that's why you were late. <laughs> I was late. Have you been doing the It was doing stuff? work. Yeah. So then I sent you a gift this morning. Oh, I nice. sent you a gift and you sent me a gift. I sent mm-hmm. Mike and Chris gifts. Yeah. I need to add everybody else's. So friends. is the social interaction that they have now like what what you w- would have wanted when it first launched? Like, I mean, is it at that point where you're like, yes? Yeah, I, th- I, I, I still think that was the thing that everybody really wanted, though, was the ability to trade. Yeah, and also like again, see, kind of seeing your friends' stats are really cool. Mm-hmm. Seeing what uh, which Pokemon they pick as their buddy, like mm-hmm. very much makes me oh think things about people, you know, especially when oh. they name their buddy. Oh yeah, wait, yeah. I need to. Oh, I name every. I Have did you named any Allegra? Uh, my buddy's name is Chari. Chari. Chari the Charmander. That's cute. I have a Pikachu buddy right now, like a, a basic Pikachu. Basic. Are you going to name Pikachu? it? I don't know. I'm. I never. Did y'all name? Pokemon? Our names permanent. No, I think you can change them. Oh okay. well, I never named the Pokemon I would catch. Usually in like in the RPG. Do mm-hmm. you guys? I know oh, you. Oh, I'm did a that. big namer. Oh, I, I always say that. I, I caught a Meowth recently. I never used to, but then when I played, oh god, I think the last thing I played was like Emerald or Pearl. Then I think in the later gen ones, because I just didn't know anyone, I it, you would think that I would keep their names to learn them. No. But <laughs> ironically, I think like I remember them because I erased their name. It'd be like, you got a Pachirisu. And I'm like, yeah. all right, your name is Skittles now. Oh my God, Skittles is the best name. <laughs> That's a really good for one a for Pachirisu. That's just a good name for like everything, including Skittles the hamsters you had in third grade, like all of those things. Mm-hmm. Makes me think of that Connect demo for Connectimals where the girl's like, Skittles, Skittles with the tiger. What? Really, really gross. Don't watch it. Don't. I, <laughs> is this a commercial? It's a. It's from E3. Okay, we'll talk about it later. This yeah. is a whole other topic. Yeah, this is Hold definitely. On. I did name a Pokemon recently because um, I actually don't really name them in Pokemon Go because I don't have Wanda the patience. <gasps> That's a very good name. What should I name my hmm. uh, Pikachu? Avery. <gasps> Avery, the oh, like your kitty. The kitty. It's cat a, that I'm cat sitting. It's a beautiful androgynous name. I love Avery. Avery um, is a fucking good name. Speaking of cats, so good I caught a Meowth the other day and I named him Mouth. Mouth, mouth to me. I fucking love that. Oh God! Wait, I. Do you guys want to talk about some emails? I want. Silence. Yes. But, <laughs> wow. I, I, enthusiasm. I want to. I wait, Allegra. I caught. I caught a Pokemon, and it is one of the ugliest ones ever. It's the one that's the green blob with the big mouth and the little leaf on its head. I'm right Gulpin. here, you guys. Golpin. Why is Golpin so ugly? I love it. I think it's a great Pokemon. And you're Simone wrong. was with me when I caught one, and They're she got cute. mad because they are bad. They're adorable. No, they look like trash. I love them. That's a trash. You're wrong. Sorry. It's a trash Pokemon. Uh, this email is from Lauren. <gasps> Hello, wonderful Polygon show hosts. My mom has just agreed to adopt a cat. I've attached pictures so you can see how adorable he is. He is currently called Link, which, unbeknownst to my mom, is a name shared by a famous video game character, as we all hopefully no. How do you think I should introduce my mom to Link from Zelda? Should I encourage her to use the adoption as an opportunity to name him after another video game character? And if so, which one? Thank you for your wisdom, Lauren, aka Frecklement from Australia. The cat 
attached in this email. <clears throat> I wish it was the actual cat that was attached in this email because this cat is so fucking cute. Mm. Um, it is a small white cat with a sort of like flat Persian-y face. It's um, huge but it's not as long hair. It's, it's huge so green eyes. Cute. Big. His Big eyes are adorable. Um, kind of looks like Link from Zelda, actually. I mean, I would, in a way. I think Link from Zelda is a good name. Um, I, Link from Zelda? No. Link from Zelda. Tell your mom to name the cat Link from Zelda. <laughs> I mean, thank you. I have a last uh, name. Yes. Yes. The, le- the, the legend of Zelda. Link. What else would it be called? It's so cute. Um, I had, this could apply to your cat, but... Your cat looks too elegant. I think mm. Link is a fantastic name, and I think you should go with that. However, I'm going to inject my two cents. I've always wanted this. So when I saw a picture of this cat, it's like this nice, beautiful white kitty. And I was like, I want a heavy white cat, and I want to name it Dairy. <gasps> I've always wanted a chubby white cat. But dairy. Dairy. That's with so long cute. hair. Aww. Dairy. Uh-huh. That's extremely good. Aww, you could yeah. name this cat dairy. You could, but I feel but like. But it's not heavy but, enough. No, it's, it's not, not heavy, heavy cream. Enough. This is like heavy a cream. skim milk. What? Heavy so, cream. Your cat is not skim milk. I'm sorry. 2%. 2%. Just 2%. 2% is good. These are my cats. 2% milk in Australia? This is my cat. Or is that two an and whole. <laughs> Fuck! What? Two and whole. My, two this and is whole, my like, cat. Like 2% and whole milk. It's milk theme and uh, my cats. These are my cats half and half. Oh, <laughs> shit! That's so much better than two and whole. <laughs> half and half. Oh. I just want all of their last names to be from Zelda. <laughs> oh, wait. Yes. Wait, wait, wait. Lon Lon is the milk from Zelda. Oh, that's oh. a cute name. I like that a lot. Okay, these are all extremely good suggestions, uh, but don't change the cat's name. Cats don't care. I care. I know. I, I was just saying, like, cats aren't like dogs, though. Like, Vegas responds to anything where you just put the right... The right what? Announce. Like, yeah. yes, that tr- that too, but also just like the... Right, like, you could be like, taco, and she'd be like, oh, hey. Yeah, you're right. It's in the it's intonation. Intonation and, like, high up and... Because I, I also call her Katie my, all the time, too. See, I like how yours is an upward inflection, and mine is like a demanding, like, boob, crunch trap. Hey, no. If it's in that kind of, like, sharp voice, he's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> but if I go crunch trap, he just ignores the shit out of me. He's like, I don't want to, don't talk down to me. Excuse me. <laughs> we also have a message from Anthony about my broken hand problem. Uh, Anthony says, thank you so much for discussing video game related hand pain. I quote unquote broke my hands playing Monster Hunter World in a fashion very similar to what Simone described, but have been out of commission for about five months. It's affected not only my gaming life, but my work life pretty severely. It makes me feel a little less embarrassed and weird to hear you guys talk about similar problems. If you get any good tips, please share them on air. Would love to hear what works for others and what works for you. Sincerely, Anthony. Uh, yes, so update on my hand Ooh. injuries. I, you I just now, like unrolled your sleeve? Yeah, I, I hoisted my, <laughs> my sleeve up to reveal the wrist brace that I bought yesterday mm-hmm. at Dwayne Reed. Um, so I actually, I come into this problem. That This is something that has like cropped up now and again for me uh, for a couple years. And I keep ignoring it because it keeps going away on its own. Uh, but my best friend actually did... 
I think there was a pinched nerve in his neck. He eventually Oof. realized after you know years of trying to figure out what the heck was wrong. But um, he has a hand problem that he has now been dealing with for years and years. That is a lot more debilitating than what I have. It sounds more like what Anthony here is dealing with, where like he's not supposed to type. He's he uses dictation. Uh, mostly to type and can only play video games infrequently and sometimes playing games doesn't hurt his hands but then sometimes it does like I, I don't I don't understand bodies at all so my message here which is not the advice that I have followed for myself certainly but that I would tell anyone else to do is to be very careful with your hands and if there is something wrong like a, a pain in them Go to a doctor. Yeah, if you've got insurance and the ability to do so, yeah. like go or, to go to a doctor, please. Mm-hmm. I had a friend. Well, I have a friend who is a like amateur Smash Brothers player and mm-hmm. also like makes uh, videos and does all this stuff. And he basically had to take a six month break where he wasn't even texting that much or anything. And he texting is a killer. Oh, it's so bad yeah, because you're yeah. cramped up your hands. Like, so he finally said he went to a doctor and found out he was extremely double jointed. Oh yeah. And it, that like, they were just diagnosing him wrong. And if he, because he kept doing the hand stretches, he was actually making it worse. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. So, so someone also advised me to wear a wrist brace uh, when I sleep because apparently you can, like, sometimes you bend your wrists in weird ways while you're sleeping. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I was just reading about an artist on Twitter who sleeps in compression gloves, um, mm. which are for arthritis usually. I don't know if that would work specifically for me and my problem, but apparently they help her not have uh, the artist's claw in the morning. Ooh. Um and I have a lot of great other advice that many people have sent me uh, that I, I may continue doling out at the end of the show uh-huh. <laughs> as we move forward. I'll keep you updated on my my nightmare problem. Uh, but one of the stretches was to curl your fingers into a claw, touch all your clawed fingers to your Ooh. palm, and release them so that they are straight and fully extended. And this comes from Maya, who sent in a list of tips. Thank you so much, Maya. Uh, and Anthony, I hope your hands feel better. We're all doing it. This We're is the best. We're all doing it. We're all making claws this is... now. And we're all going to go buy some stylish finger tipless compression gloves. <laughs> uh, if you have any emails, you can send them to polygonshow at polygon.com. And we'll get to those. And, of course, you can review the show on Apple Podcasts, which is something that we always do appreciate to get the word out about this show. Can we talk about FlameCon? Yes. That is something that I forgot about. We actually have a couple live shows coming up in August. The first of those will actually be at Play NYC, which, Chelsea, do you want to briefly talk about? Yeah. Play NYC (laughs) is a New York-centric game convention um and it's going to be in the hammerstein ballroom complex they're going to have over 80 different local game exhibitors and they're uh i think all but one indie games and like a lot of new stuff um there's still exhibitors being added and we're gonna be playing a game on the stage and also like doing a fun like uh video like or, sorry video a fun kind of like game show type thing which mm-hmm. we're still get like getting to but play nyc you can still get tickets it's a two-day event saturday and sunday august 12th and 13th and uh, august 11th and 12th, 11th and 12th thank you um and we are going to be there on august 11th on yes. saturday for our show segment uh, which will also be streamed online i think we're gonna 
tweet out slash say on the show where that will be streamed uh, once I figure out where it's going to be on Twitch. Yeah, a little closer to the date for sure. Yeah. But you, I mean, if you're in New York or in the area where you can get to New York pretty quickly, it seems like a lot of fun. I was I was out of town last week and really wanted to go, but this just seems like it, a chance to play so many great things. Uh, the West Coast always takes all the glory for having like a yeah. huge game scene. <laughs> and uh, I love that we have a big New York centric thing happening. And this is just like, there's also, they're doing an amazing thing highlighting uh, creators from first generation immigrant backgrounds. Mm -hmm. And I like just love this idea, especially in this time. And I think that this is like a very cool way to celebrate the community. Mm -hmm. And then FlameCon is happening August 18th and 19th, and that is the largest queer Comic-Con in either the world or the country. I can't remember, but it's <laughs> also in New York. Uh, it's going to be in Manhattan this year, which I'm very excited about because it's closer to my house. Uh, but we're going to be doing a very fun and ridiculous panel there. Uh, on the main stage at FlameCon, August 18th or 19th. Uh, I will, and again, I'll clarify like when that's going to be, when it's closer to the date. Um, I'm super pumped for that. I went to FlameCon for the first time last year, and it was absolutely delightful. It was fantastic. I spent so much money on art, Ooh. and this year I'm going to need you all to restrain me physically from <laughs> doing that, or just like take my wallet once I get in and take all the money out of it and but then are, light it on fire right in front of me. Yes. Uh, Actually, that's a bad thing how to about do I in just front of starving borrow artists. borrow the money and hold on no. to it and return it to you later. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but, actually, no, that, that does sound fine. Uh, we know also friend of the show, Vron, is going to have a table there. I'm sure if you look follow us on Twitter, you've seen her amazing comics of the show. Mm -hmm. she, like, so uh, that's just another, like, nice reason to go. Yes, yes. I'm so excited to see everyone. I actually met a lot of fans there last year, which was very, very cool. Uh, so if you all come out to that this year, we'll say hi, and we'll actually be talking on a stage. It'll be great. All right. This has been The Polygon Show. Hello, listeners of The Polygon Show. This is Casey Newton, Silicon Valley editor of The Verge. And if you love video games, you might just like my new podcast, Converge. Each week, we'll bring you fresh ideas and a sense of what it's like to build a company from the people who are actually doing it. And we'll do it all with games that no one has ever played. It's like HQ trivia if there was only one contestant and it was literally impossible to win money. So far, we've got guests lined up from Google, Lyft, Pocket, and that bodega near your house. You know, the one with the weird cat. The first episode drops Wednesday, May 23rd, wherever you get your podcasts. Converge. You've never heard a tech show like this.